When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the time. Lilalu, Lilalu, Lilalu. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Martin, come all the way down to Canada. Do they all grow as big as you? Nope, I'm an exception. You're exceptional. <laughs> all right. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Comic-Con Spectacular here in San Diego. We've got Geekscape episode 82. This is the podcast about movies, video games, and comics. This is a yearly event. We had you guys last year with Steve Weeby from King of Kong. We had all sorts of friends and family pop in. This episode's going to be a lot better. We've got uh, tons of guest stars. We've got Brian Gilmore here. What is up? What's some of the stuff we've been doing in San Diego that the kids can be excited about seeing? Uh, well, we've been uh, going crazy on publicity with our publicist. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we have been getting anyone from Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg. Um, let me see. We've got some old friends Adam here. Pena. Adam De La Pena. we got Robert we England. Getting, we've got Ted Raimi. Okay. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see. Oh, we've got Richard Taylor. We've got a ton of people coming up. Everybody. Not just on this episode, but on future episodes of Geekscape. We've really been hitting it pretty hard here in uh, San Diego. But let me tell you something. There is a guest that we have is going to blow your mind. He may be one of the greatest superheroes you've never heard of. But let me tell you something. Mexico's right over there. Okay? So uh, if you hop the border, this motherfucker's like Spider-Man, all right? He's bigger than the Chapulín. He's bigger than all that stuff. Let me let he me bring him over here. Ass. Gilmore, here, it, it, here, come over here. What is your name? Come, please, speak. You, you can just step over that cord. There you go. This man, he stepped over the, board, the border just like he stepped over that cord. He does not mess around. He's none other than, hold the mic up to your mouth. What is your name, sir? Captain Mexico. This guy is Captain Mexico, okay? So... From the Yucatan, all right, to the Rio Grande, Captain Mexico's there laying down the law, making sure that everybody's safe. Or maybe you're a villain. What, what's your story, Captain Mexico? What is your origin story, if you can tell us? Please, we, we, are, we are entranced by your nature. Uh, I come from a different dimension. I am a dimension of Captain America. Wait, you come from a different dimension? That is blowing my mind. A different dimension? Uh, what is the name of this dimension? I don't know. He doesn't know? Just like, just like half of my brethren, he didn't care to find out. He's just living life real easy. Now, what are some of the uh, villains that you face as Captain Mexico? Not a lot, just a couple of villains here and there. I'm a freelancer. Just like any good Hispanic, the man freelances, okay? The guy, the guy's for hire. Um, now, listen, uh, what, what, what are some of your powers? I mean, Spidey's got the webs. We got Superman with the heat ray and ability to fly, super strength. What are some of the powers we can expect from uh, Captain Mexico? Uh, super speed and super strength and fire. And fire? Yes. Now, now uh, the fuego, the f the fuego. Now, uh, now, can you showcase any of that stuff for us here today, or is it only when danger strikes? It's only when danger strikes. What are some of the most dangerous situations that you found yourself in? Whenever I need a fight, it's the most dangerous. 
that, 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 my friend, is, is one of the most eloquent things ever said on this show, I believe. Um, Captain Mexico, I gotta say, you look like a fucking piñata. And, and, and I am fighting the urge right now to crack your head open. If I, if I were to crack your head open, would, would, would candy come out? Is that one of your special powers, piñata head? I don't know. Maybe. You've never done it? Nope. You're the only one of your kind? That is a fantastic, listen, listen, I think I hear sirens, I, th I don't think you're safe, okay? I think it's time to go home, but uh, we got our good friend Brent Moore here, he's a geekscapist, you get over here, Brent Moore. It's a pleasure to meet you, but like, I'm a huge Captain fan. Mexico, Captain Mexico, what do you think of Brent Moore, is, 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 what do you think of his physique? I mean, you are one of the greatest fighters ever, what do you think of what he's sporting right now? He's average. He's about average, average. Yeah. I would say so, yeah. he's about average. A little bearing, on the, he's on the point right there. <laughs> now, are you looking for sidekicks? Are you actively looking for sidekicks? What about Tito Taco? Uh, People like that. He's a little too tasty for me. Okay, you do like to eat the tacos, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, now now what if, what if you use this man, Ben Dunn, would he make a, a pretty adequate, uh, you know, superhero sidekick? Yeah. I dressed him up like a piñata. He could be Piñata Pete. What do you think of that? Would that be a good name for him? Yes, it would. <laughs> It'd be excellent name. You would be, it, the donkey punch would be his finishing move. Yeah, that'd be awesome move. Now, Captain Mexico, please, I need to speak to my good friend Brent Moore because he's actually been hitting the floor here. If you'll excuse us, my friend, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Please, there are, there are sirens, there are cries, there, are, there there's all sorts of stuff going on over there that I think you need to investigate. There's okay? some medieval knights battling. There's some medieval just, knights battling. Good luck out. with that. Captain uh, Mexico. Captain, Captain Mexico. Captain Mexico. We're missing Look. Captain America's dead. We need he had to step up. No, no, no. Take the spot. What you don't understand is like any good Mexican, Captain Mexico was drowsy and he put you all to sleep. <laughs> so, let me tell you. Um yeah, that that guy. That guy was a little rough. It was something. <laughs> I could you even hear what he's saying? I, could you I I don't know. I I was trying to uh to make sure that Captain Mexico could be uh could could be heard by all. Uh, what a train wreck. Captain uh, Siesta. Okay, okay, so so maybe Captain Mexico wasn't what you guys expected in a superhero. Okay, well, but... Just, you have to see him spring into action. I mean, like, you know, once he gets going, then he's unstoppable. It's unstoppable force. Yeah, super, you know, he's big garbage. Uh, <laughs> Brent. Yes. You're, you're a Geekscape regular. It's true. You, you've been uh, you've been hanging out uh, on the floor. What are some of the things that you've seen? Uh, on the floor? Uh, not much, you know. No, I've uh, I've been checking out a lot of the video game stuff. Uh huh. Uh, you know, with E3 kind of dying down, uh, Comic Con has really stepped up and taken that spot, and they've been showing off a lot of really cool things that they didn't even have playable at uh, at E3. And so, a lot of video game stuff. And of course, I've you know checked out some of the movie panels, hanging out with you guys, talking to people like Captain Mexico. Mm hmm. No, Captain Mexico. Uh, no, I, I won't be talking to him again. But yes. uh, but what are some of the video games that you've been playing that, that you were into? Like I, I tried Castle Crashers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks cool. That was what a lot of fun. Steven and I yeah. played it. Uh, it was cool. What I like is that uh, you can actually kick each other's asses after certain levels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of the uh, the like direct the downloadable games that you can get for the PSN or for Xbox Live have been really up in the game. Like Castle Crashers looks good. Uh, there's that um, pixel junk uh, game that I'm completely blanking on the name right now uh are you one of those people who at home yells at me when i can't think of something and no, you know no, what no. it is no okay. i don't yell at you because I, I know I, those th people are out there i judge quietly okay okay um um but 
the uh, we yeah, did play we, the DC Universe. Yeah, game. one of the big games. There's there's been two like uh, the big reveals uh, here at Comic Con, and one is the uh, they're both DC oriented. One is the DC Universe Online game, which is the massively multiplayer online uh, game and set in the DC comic universe. The other one being uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat, uh, and we actually got to get a decent amount of hands-on time with both of those games. Uh, DC Online is a game I was very much looking forward to because I'm I'm not a, ma a massively multiplayer online kind of guy. Uh, I've only played a few of the games, but it's it's a genre I want to get into, and I'm looking for the right game to really capture me. And I thought this was going to be it. I had a lot of hope and a lot of uh, expectation for it. And you play it, and uh, it's just it's it's very it's not meh. no, it's 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 a mediocre action game that they kind of. Uh, Kind of just tacked on all this massive multiplayer stuff, and it's just—it's a mess. It, okay, I, I have to say, the build they have here is the pre-alpha build. It's very, very early in the process. A lot of things could change. Right now, there isn't a whole lot special there. Uh, it's just a very like just run around the city, button tap. You know, you're a generic superhero. Like you can't be any of the DC regulars, and it's just like a whole bunch of people running around fighting. You know, Brainiac and. In theory, it's awesome. In practice, it's it's just kind of, eh, okay, take it or leave it. Now, what about uh, this one that we played? We played it quite a bit, the Mortal Kombat versus Mortal DC Kombat versus Universe. Because I was not looking forward to this. I thought it was kind of silly. I thought it was one of the most ridiculous concepts I have ever heard. Uh, and then, But we got invited to the uh, the Mortal Kombat party and where they, they had it all set up, and we got a lot of time to play it. And it's fun, dude. Like, it's fun. Um, I'm not a fighting game kind of guy. Uh and I suck at Mortal Kombat, always have. Um, but just, I don't know, it's, it's so silly that it just works. Like, you have Sub-Zero fighting Superman, and it doesn't make sense, but it's like, all right, I'm down, I'll take it. And the, you know? the, the environments are really destructible, and you can actually yeah. push people into other environments. Definitely, and also the, and the, uh, the characters take damage to themselves. Like, they're clothes tattered. They everyone but Catwoman. Persistent bruises. From what I can tell. Really? She didn't get hurt? I, I don't, yeah, yeah, she didn't have a whole lot to lose to begin with, but uh, yeah, she would have popped right out of there. All right. Um, um, what I liked about the, uh, that as well is the Flash is, a, is the cheat character. The Flash is total cheat character. If anyone who gets Flash, they're a total bitch. Just make fun of him. He's too, he's fast. What can you do? Yeah. The and, Flash uh, is for cheaters. He, the Flash is for cheaters. Flash is a great Bri character. Brian Gilmore likes the Flash, and, uh, and that's all you need to know about looking, him as a person. We're all looking forward to Jeff Johns' new uh, Flash re rebirth, but uh, what? <laughs> You're not looking forward to the Flash rebirth? He's Look at this guy yelling over here. Guys, you may not know this. Please come here, please. You have an opinion. We need to hear it. That is what Geekscape is about. Come over here. Now, many of you who have come to the Geekscape uh, picnics, maybe you've come to the uh, Geekscape uh, gauntlet, you guys know this man. He is a mystery man. And uh, two of our favorite Geekscapists, this is their stepdad. Thank you, Mr. Moore. We'll see more of you soon. Thank you. Um, you're not looking forward to this new Jeff Johns, Ivan Schreiber. Uh, who's doing the artwork? Is it, um, is, is it the same team? Is it the same team that did, uh, that did the uh, I can't remember who's Green Lantern the, Rebirth? I can't remember who's doing the artwork. Why would they need I'm to just, do the Flash I'm Rebirth? I'm absolutely, completely against the actual return of Barry Allen. It is the best lasting superhero death. There's just no need. There's no reason to. We've got 20 plus years of Wally West. He's a completely different character, but he's fully established. We've got him. He's good. Please, let, let, please, we're, I'll we're, do that. We're, we're once again back to we've run out of good ideas. 
So instead of trying to come up with some good, interesting stories for Wally, we'll just change it all up and go back to Barry Allen. Right. And you, there, wow. there are a shitload of flashes. Nobody expected that. I don't even know who the Flash is right now. I mean, you're saying it's Wally West, but uh, and, and they and they killed the kid. Yeah. So what's the point of of having more than one at a time? We don't need more than one at a time. I think that's what you're saying. Well, no, it's not. It's not just that we don't need more than one. It's that Barry Allen's death back in Crisis on Infinite Earths was awesome. It was well written. It was poignant. It meant something. Uh, meant something to the development of Wally West. Then we even had that great story where we thought Barry Allen was back, but it wasn't. Right. And you're so cool with that. I'm, I was totally cool with all that. I think this cheapens all of it. Well, that that is a pretty strong opinion. Gilmore, come here. Come here, Gilmore. You are rocking the goatee. Gil, Gil, good on you. I tried facial hair. Gilmore, do you have more guests for us? Um, I do have some. Actually, I had some guests for us, but they have some legal trouble, so they have to stay over there. They do. Yeah, we can't do them. What? We can't do them. They have legal troubles. They cannot move from that area. They can't come over here and just sword fight for a little they bit. They cannot come over here to sword fight for us. Well, we you know what we're going to have to do in lieu yeah, of that. We, we had some LARPers set up over there, and, uh, yeah. Will you sword fight over here with us in lieu of it? What's that? Will you sword fight them in lieu of that? Uh, will I sword fight you in lieu? You want me to whip out my penis? I ain't fucking doing that. Uh, hey, I, I, I just stepped over to talk about the Flash. No. <laughs> and I know. I, well, I wasn't going to make you sword fight them. George, come here. Thank you. Thank you. You guys... There's a mystery man behind Geekscape. He's never been on the show. Please. Hey, Geekscape. This is George Callert. We, we went to college together. He's the guy who, uh, they're looking for Captain Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there. The helicopters are here. They're looking for Captain Mexico. Uh, probably one of the more disappointing superheroes I've ever met in my entire life. No, Gilmore, please. Gilmore, uh, Gilmore just walks around and, and like distracts me in the middle of fucking a thought. You know, That's not bad. fucking a thought, but like in the middle of a thought, he walks around and makes little motions to me, and uh, it pretty much fucking wrecks. What? Now, now Ben is doing it. Ben, please, please. I'm here with my producer George. George is uh, George is my producer, but he's also the guy who uh, got behind Geekscape and enough, and, and got us a brand new uh, website. Let's talk about Tropic Thunder, Johnny. The other night, George and I went to see Tropic Thunder. This is the new movie with Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr. These guys are actors, okay? They're not uh, they're, they're not military specialists. They're not in Vietnam, but they're making a Vietnam movie, and it sucks. So what do they do to save the film? Uh, they set up sort of a, a, a Three Amigos situation, right, where these actors who think that they're in a certain situation end up being in a situation that's a lot... Uh, a lot more serious, and in, they're in over their head, right? Yeah, and what's awesome is that they made a really good comedy, but they had the money to have really good sets. The film was shot in Hawaii. You have really nice helicopter sequences, big explosions. It just it feels like it could be a real war movie, but then there's all this awesome comedy, and it's just nonstop pop culture references. Did you... Uh, now, now, Ben Stiller directed it. That's correct. You were amazed by that. I was amazed. I had forgotten that he had done all that great work earlier. Zoolander? Yeah, it's just, it, it's, I always thought he was just in this stuff. I, Reality bites? Amazing work. Yeah, it's, keep shooting them off, Johnny. No, I, I mean, come on. My, my favorite cable guy. I don't know. I don't have to do <laughs> this with you there. Uh, that's not your lot. favorite. Dumb and Dumber, hands down, better. But hey, that's a different story. Yeah, that was that was not him. Uh, but but the movie's good. I mean, it's coming out of the tail end of summer. So a lot of that, a lot of that used to be a dumping ground. But now we're getting a lot of... Uh, big time movies in August that usually you you would just kind of be left with stuff that 
going into September was stuff that the studios hoped to make a return on and, and sneak up on people. Like you had Six Sense, you had American Pie. They all did really good in August because the blockbusters they were going to compete with were already gone and they could, they, they could find their audiences. You know what I mean? Now you've got tons of blockbusters. You have a Mummy movie. You've got uh, Tropic Thunder. You, you've got movies all the way till September, it seems like now. And uh, this is one of them, and I think it's going to find an audience. Yeah, I think Summer 08 is going to be huge for the box office. It just it seems like we've already had some great successes, and there's a lot more good stuff in the can. Not only do, uh, are the pop references pretty specific, what they do is, is they really spoof the hell out of a, not only the movie that that they're making, but uh, a lot of the, I mean the trailers that start off the film and set up who these actors are, you know the characters, the, the acting you know characters uh, are, are some of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, you know, don't, don't come late. You got to see the beginning on this. Do not come late. Uh, it, you know, for the most part, I think it's a complete, uh, a pretty complete movie. And it, it, the one problem is you guys are going to be quoting it forever. Yeah. that's the one problem I have with the movie. I had to spend two days with John after the movie, and I've heard every line twice already. We've been sharing a, a, a room, and uh, what are some of the highlights of spending a room with me and uh, Gilmore at Comic Con? Gilmore's already preparing to defend himself. We also have Stephen Modern Boy and Brent Moore sharing the room with us. Uh, and what, the 18 what other people we had on the floor we last have like, night, we, right? Yeah, we have like nine people in the room. And uh, I really think Steven's going to die one night. Because his, his snoring sounds like something's getting fucking strangled. Okay? And if it wasn't for the moaning, Johnny, don't come in me, I would have thought he was dead. That's the only way I know Steven's still alive, is that he's having fantasy dreams about... Uh, uh, about my secret invasion on him. John has a John has a badge that says Mayor of Comic Con, so everyone comes up to him and, and asks him for a qu request. It's like in The Godfather, you know, I have this kid, he needs some help, or I need a place to stay. And John always says yes <laughs> to the point where the people who are originally in the room had to find a new room <laughs> last night. We basically have to tie people to the wall, sleeping upright, just to, just to pack them all in there, you know. And there's a race to the shower every morning. Yeah, people get up at 6 a.m. to get to the first shower, but. Steven, Steven, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bust your balls, but but what do you think? Is is it good to actually you know you finance some of the Geekscape stuff? Is it good to actually see the kids who watch the show and like oh, meet it's some awesome! Of the yeah, this is wonderful. I, I love all the guys at Geekscape. Nope, no, hands down. Well, Just I want to sleep with like four people to a room next time. <laughs> it's my only rule, Johnny. It's not gonna happen. I may have to get my own room. Maybe you have to be my guest next year. How's that? Yay, man. I would be perfectly uh, up to that. You know, this this was Gilmore's room, and Gilmore was nice enough to. Uh, yeah, thank to like you very you much, Brian. Gilmore. Brian's really the heart and soul. He's the the engine that keeps the machine rolling down the street. Does Gilmore inspire you? Well, Gilmore, Gilmore, what powers you? Come here. Yeah, what why, you, why, why is, is he chugging stuff? Here, Brian. What are you drinking? What really powers me more than anything else is the delicious and new energy potion by our friends Elijah and Aaron, Mana Energy You potion. guys remember those guys? I drank three of those damn things in an hour and almost killed myself. Yeah, he was like shaking and he couldn't stand still. I remember we watched a documentary right after that. You were like walking in and out of the room, just kind of like pacing, like sweating and shit. And you're you downing were a these mess. things. You were a mess. I can't even fucking smell that thing without getting sick, dude. No, they have a new formula. It's blue now. And, like, it's basically just, like, sugar. It's, like, just sugar and carbonation. It's horrible. But I've got one more. Uh, I've got, I, I got a friend for us right here who actually wrote a comic book. What? And he is one of our loyal scapists from the forums, Mr. Sloppy Bunny, right Sloppy here. Sloppy Bunny, we're going to need get you to get over here. Get in here. Get over here with your painted pants. Come here. Re yes. Replace this guy because nobody wants to ever hear this, dude. Sloppy Bunny, please. Yes. Hello, John. What is Are your real name? <laughs> 
I'm meeting uh, Slops McBuns for the first time. This is Sloppy Bunny, everybody, from the forums. Uh, now, Sloppy Bunny, you've been hanging out in Asia. Yes. Is I that have, right? What yes. have you been doing? I made a comic book. What? I made a comic book about being in Asia. Now, because you're not originally from Asia, because that, that ain't no Chinese you're spitting. Well, yeah, no. No, I was in Korea. So, Annyeonghaseyo, everybody. Okay, and before that, where'd you grow up? Um, oh, shit, everywhere, dude. I grew up in Hungary. And then I, um, Australia for about 13 years, I learned English there. So, and then uh, I think I'm going to England next. I'm going to say hello to, shout out to Helen. Okay, shout out to Helen. Yes. And uh, what were you doing in Korea besides making your comic? You were teaching? Yeah, I was teaching English, just like Will did. And, uh, and so, so you got that. What's your comic book about? Uh, it's about uh, just teaching in Korea. Well, now, who wants to read that book? I mean, seriously, when we think of comics and we think of superheroes, I, I immediately think of uh, Captain Mexico. Yes. But, uh, but, but why would somebody pick up this book about somebody going to uh, a different country and teaching English? Like, like what, what are some of the, the similar comic books that maybe uh, people are fans of that would lead them to your book? Uh, just uh, a usual autobio books. Like, um, I remember, like, uh, uh, Bendis did that book about him trying to get into Hollywood. Fortune in Hollywood. and Glory. Yeah, Fortune and Glory. So it's kind of like that, except not about anybody trying to achieve anything, just... Uh, somebody struggling with uh, Korean children whose English isn't as good and I'm supposed to be teaching them but I'm not really an English teacher but I speak English mm -hmm. so that's really weird. and it's and it's kind of like um, also just like other stuff that's happened in Korea that's kind of a little bit weird and strange so I got like a some a little story about old ladies how they're strange there and different <laughs> so, I mean but it's a comedy ultimately yeah yeah, yeah with is. heart yeah oh yeah a lot of heart yeah you want it now listen you I thought you said hard <laughs> I thought he said it hard when he said hot. I'm not going to uh, touch you that much. No, uh, you, are you enjoying being in the States? Yeah, I love it. It's my third time here, and every time I had some nice people. Like this time I, I got off the plane, I sent a Facebook message to Diva over there. Diva, you know Diva Dog from the forums. You know Zany from the forums. These guys have been, uh, they, they've been your, your, your chaperones. Yeah, they've been just uh, showing me around LA. And I also had another guy I used to teach with in Korea. He was out here for the con, so I just hooked up with him for a little bit. And I'm just going to visit my brother in Chicago. What's some of the stuff that you've seen here in San Diego that's really impressed you? Oh, it impressed me. You know what? I actually have to say the opposite. Um, I went to a couple of Korean conventions. I have to say the cosplayers there. Um, they that's what you're into. You're, you're looking no, at no, 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 but Six that's all I <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm here just for the indie stuff. So that was kind of cool to see the floor and just meet all the people and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know, it's a little, still a little bit different. Like, it's just good to eat Western food for a change, because I'm just used to eating with those thin metal chopsticks and just eating things that I'm supposed to cook myself. Right. So now people cook for me, so that's kind of a strange thing. You get the ladies to cook for you? Oh, not those ladies, just okay. the people, okay. the general people. I, I gotta ask. Um, so, so listen, we did get a chance to walk the floor here in San Diego. I want to cut to that footage, because we met a lot of really awesome people who uh, had some really interesting things to say about their experience here in San Diego. And they're interesting people themselves. Uh, I will let the footage speak for themselves, but please, I must warn you, this is not a PG show. Uh, some of the things that you oh, hear and, say, and see are going to be uh, a, a bit shocking. So uh, please, I, I got to go to this footage of us on the floor, and we'll, we'll be right back. We're walking the floor here at San Diego, and look who I ran into, Kid Icarus himself. What's up, buddy? Hey, not much. Uh, just going on con. Now, you vacation a lot because you had that game come out a long time ago, and then you took a huge break until Super Smash Bros. Brawl. What happened? Well, I mean, I've been pitching. I wanted uh, an uh, Kid Icarus 64, but they kept saying it's not the right time, and, and you know, I, I had to push really hard to get into Smash Brothers. Not easy being a video game character. 
Hey guys, some of you may remember Don, the Michael Lisner creation, and uh, he got his he start with Don, really. That was his indie book, and now he does a lot of, uh, a lot of work with, for the mainstream comics, but you are keeping it real with your Don outfit, aren't you? Sure. What do you like about it? I like the fact that she's who she is, and she's not afraid to show off who she is, and what she wears, and her personality. Hey, what's up all you guys? I know we got you addicted to reading fables. I'm here with one of the main characters, Flycatcher. Um, what's up, dude? W look at this costume. This is one of the easier costumes you can put together coming to Comic-Con. It is. Uh, you know, I, I thought about Bigby, but the whole thought of growing my hair out and getting all furry and werewolf, I, I didn't think I'd go for that. No, I mean, I'm looking at people today, and they're dressed as, like, snake eyes, Cobra Commander, stormtroopers. I saw a dude at a stoplight dressed as a guy completely in, like, a black tight suit. He may have a skin disorder or something, but... You got to think that when you're going to dress up, you want something that allows like the freedom of movement. And if it gets too hot, you can, you know, cut it back. You know, what were you thinking when you were like, "This is what I'm going to go as"? It's got to be real easy, dude. It's a cap and a suit. Flycatcher's awesome, and uh, I take this off, and I'm in regular clothes, so that's cool. Hey, Super Smash Brothers seems to be the theme here on the Comic Con floor. We're here with three. Super characters. We got Snake. We got Princess Peach. We got Captain Falcon. All members of the Super Smash Brothers team. A lot of you guys aren't as good as I am at the game, so you haven't unlocked all the characters. We have over here Homeless Party Boy. Okay, this guy. Now listen. In order to unlock this character, you have to call a guy named Rodrigo, whose phone number you find on a bathroom uh, uh, wall over in Coachella. He will show up for $50. He will show you his finishing move. Now keep your eyes closed during it, or it may sting in the morning, but uh, he is a potent fighter. Okay, $50, $100 for bareback. Now, you guys are here. Uh, what are you excited about here in uh, Comic-Con? Excited about um, Watchmen, all the Watchmen stuff. I'm really excited about that. Absolutely. Um, just generally seeing all the new stuff, like games and stuff. I went to the Marvel booth and all the new games. It's crazy. Okay, how about you, Princess? Uh, I like seeing all the people around in their different costumes, just different crews all getting together. You mean the hot guys, all right? Look at this dude. He's wearing skin tight. He's got the pecs. What do you think? Pretty awesome. <laughs> if you do not like that, you got yourself Captain Falcon over here. He's a badass. Now, what's up, Captain Falcon? What do you What do you enjoy out here at the Comic Con? Uh, I enjoy finding other characters that I oppose and uh, punching them in the face as hard as possible. And uh, Yoshi, if you see him out there, let me know. He's going down. Same goes with Kirby. Oh, and uh, Ike, you're mine. You guys have a Falcon Punch coming your way. Kick ass, buddy. Show us a little bit of a Falcon Punch right here. Careful. I think that's what we wanted to see. Now we got Party Boy over here. Party Boy, you are the man. Let me tell you, what are you wearing here? I'm wearing uh, the party outfit. Now listen, this is one of the best outfits to wear if you want to dance for some Japanese businessmen uh, upstairs. Now they pay very well, and uh, and and they don't they won't cut you. Some people sometimes you show up at a hotel room, the fucking guy tries to cut you, and he won't pay no, extra. I've had, I've had some. Pretty close calls. I'm going to be honest. A lot, of, a lot of bandages. Listen, being a male gigolo at Comic-Con is not easy, okay? I mean, look, there are tons of cops and security walking around, but you got Mexico really close within a driving distance, okay? So that's always good for an escape, right? What's your best strategy when people catch you of getting to the border and jumping the fence? Just running. Mm -hmm. Just just running. Mm -hmm. Like, all out, just 
forever until I can't do it any longer. Now, if one of your Johns wants to pay you in cocaine, are you okay with that? Um, yes. There you have it, folks. We answer all the questions here on Geekscape. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Keep kicking ass. All right, guys, I've got two competitors here with me. You guys know him very well. It's Mr. Benjamin, the Destroyer Dunn. We got Brian, the not-so-much Gilmore. And what they're going to be doing right now is they're going to be going out on the floor. There have been a lot, a lot, a lot of Christopher Nolan uh, jokers walking the floor. It's real easy. All you have to do is take your dad's old suit, throw some stupid clown face paint on, and uh, it, it's really easy. Be a, Halloween's Halloween, going to be a nightmare yeah. this year. Halloween's going to be a big pain in the ass with if all these losers. If any of themselves as Joker on the forums, you're banned. Sorry. So this is what we're doing. You guys are better than that. So this is what we're doing. I'm going to sit in back. Uh, these two wackos are going to hit the floor for five minutes, try and bring back as many Nolan Jokers as they can. You guys have five minutes. Brian, what are you going to do? I'm going to kick Ben's ass. Ben, how do you counter that? I'm going to break his legs, and it won't even matter. Okay, we'll see what happens. We've got five minutes. Go, 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 go. Well, who's your money on, Brent? Uh, I don't think they're going to bring back Kenny. <laughs> Brent doesn't think they're going to bring back Kenny. I think they might get beat up in the process. Hopefully somebody cuts their mouths open. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping somebody asks them why they're so serious and just cuts their fucking mouths open and I'm done with them. Okay, Bri Bri Brian, how many, how many Christopher Nolan Jokers did, did you bring back? I brought back two in five minutes. Okay, what are your names? Nick. Jeremy. Nick and Jeremy are on uh, Gilmore's team. Go over there. Woo! Yeah! Ben, ben, ben yeah! happened to bring back one Christopher Nolan Joker. Well, what is your name, sir? Sam. Sam here is on is on is on Ben's team. Wait 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 Ben Ben what is this what is this what is this what's going on? I got Zatanna and Plastic Man. Yeah! Who wins now? Who wins now? Um, wait wait no hey Joker team who wins now? I, I think uh, we won. Us, yeah, Did we win? I think we won. Whatever whatever he looks like a Harry Potter wait, wannabe. Wait, they got something to say. Wait 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 wait, wait wait. I want to see Plastic Man go against any of the Jokers. And a face. Oh, this man has a blade. This man has a blade. He was using it uh, earlier on an egg McMuffin, and uh, but 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 he can, hey, he can actually turn into a knife. Uh, I, I gotta say that there was no prize to this contest uh, except the but complete. I got the girl. But, but 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 Ben did get the girl. I brought the girl in. So again, Gilmore, you end up girlless. And, and as a loser in this contest of wits, and, and I win. I win this shit. Thank you, everybody. Everybody clapping in front of your computer right now. I've got this guy, David. I brought David. I brought David. Why don't you tell us what you are wearing? Um, I'm wearing it's a coyote with a striped kale, pretty much. Now listen, there there's a lot of talk about the the, the the furry sect that like to make love with each other, dressed in costume. Are you a part of that? No, very much not. That, that is intense. Could it, now, if I was wearing a rhino suit, could I entice you? No. I, I can't change my mind. What animal would I have to be wearing in order to possibly bed a hot coyote like yourself? Probably none. I'm really not into it at all. Really? Not at all. What if I was wearing a cheetah? Bite your butt. Bite your little ass. I wouldn't even let go. I'd just put my teeth right into that ass about two inches deep. and just You could drag me around the floor. Um, c could I kick you in the groin afterwards? <laughs> I would prefer that. This is the greatest fighter to ever live. This guy's the greatest fighter. I've been putting my money on this guy. He's the greatest fighter. I will put so much money on this guy. He's going to take all your money. 
let's bring it back to the hot babes, okay? That's what we're really after here at Comic-Con. A lot of you guys think that Comic-Con may be just full of a bunch of geeks walking the floor, dressed as Darth Vader. Uh-uh, my friend. You got hot babes dressed as fairies, okay? We're here with a hot babe whose name is? Ray. Now, Ray is a hot babe. But beyond a hot babe, what she likes about Comic-Con is a lot of what's going on. Ray, what's some of the stuff that's impressed you walking the floor? Walking the floor, I've seen a lot of a lot of great costumes, and just some of the artists that are here are really amazing. What are you into? Earlier today, I got to see Joss Whedon, and that was nice. I was hoping to be able to go see MST3K. Unfortunately, that room is capped off and not going to be able to get to go see that. So I'm a very sad fairy, and I'm really into the sci-fi side of things. Yeah, now, how come you haven't had the success somebody like Mario or Sonic or uh, anybody else has had? That's a hard question. Um, I don't know. Is it because you wear a dress, you think? I, mean, I, I think it just comes down to Mario Network's better than I do. You know, he, he gets a lot of FaceTime with all the important people and makes sure everyone knows him. You know, it's me, Mario. Italians have connections, you know what I mean? Like, it's the connections, the no, Italians. I don't want to say anything, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, he might have mafia connections. Walking the floor, you see a lot of people in all sorts of costumes, but you don't see a whole lot of distinguished gentlemen. I happen to be with one right now. He's found himself here. Why don't you introduce yourself to the Geekscape audience? Uh, Professor Thaddeus J. Toombs, at your service. Uh, the Butcher of Serenity Valley, a nickname I assure you was not deserved. Now, a lot of people accuse you of being a butcher. Is that what I heard? Uh, yes, this is true. My reputation precedes me, and it's all lies, I assure you. Okay, now, now what are they accusing you of having done, specifically? Well, everything from uh, turning people into things unnatural to, uh, you know, whatever it is that they wish to slanderize my name with. Now, what is that you're holding? It looks like a book with some kind of, uh, that, that looks demonic. I, I, I've been doing some translations of an old Aramaic text called the Al-Azif. Uh, I'm thinking of calling it Necronomicon because it just sounds catchy. Now, why don't you show that to the audience? Because it's actually pretty horrifying. It, this is a, a skeleton lizard babe with big breasts. Well, yeah. I'm so freaking excited! I've got the green arrow! Black canary! If ever you want to see two comic characters bang, these are the ones you want to see bang, okay? They're both hot, they both got tight uniforms, this guy's got some sharp arrows, and you know the guy never misses the mark, okay? These guys probably had the hottest sex of anybody in any comic book, alright? Sorry kids, it's a fact. How do you think babies are made? I know it's a family show, that's how families are made. Are you guys doing some hot banging here in San Diego? From time to time. <laughs> Wow. Not sure wow. That, dude. <laughs> it's a yes or no question, ma'am. I mean, anything but a yes or no means weird shit. Yes. Hot banging. <laughs> Hot banging. These are both attractive people. They are some of the stalwarts of the DC universe. You guys look great. Thank you. Now, uh, are you guys an actual couple? Uh, there's some hot banging going on. Now, you guys are walking the floor as a couple. You're dressed as a famous couple. Uh, what's the reaction been to the costumes? Uh, well, pretty good. Um, we get a lot of a lot of compliments on them. Uh, a lot of people ask if we're married because you know the storyline for the two characters just sort of. Now, now listen. Talk about keeping it real. My cameraman right there. His name is Brian Gilmore. Uh, Brian, why don't you wave for the audience right here? Put a little hand in front of the uh, in front of that. that is Brian Gilmore. What do you think of, the, of this handsome little man? <laughs> now, 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 what do you think of him? Is is he attractive? Well, I couldn't say that he is because I have my boyfriend here. No, no, so. it's cool. It's cool. We, we, with all respect to your boyfriend, what do you think of this man right here? Mm -hmm. Look at him now. Okay. Now, oh, oh, not your type. <laughs> now, if the, now, if the audience could see, when I start talking about this looks, 
when I started to talk about his looks, Gilmore literally was standing there like this. He was holding the camera with one hand and doing this, trying to make himself have more bravado. I'm here with two buddies of mine right here that know how to lay down the law and spray the bullets. What's up, guys? What are your names? Jan. John. And what are you guys dressed as today? Just hardcore motherfuckers? Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, PMCs. Is that what it is? See, I can't play that game because it just looks crazy with all the stealth stuff. I get bored. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, I don't know. You can play it kind of action-y, but a lot of people don't like the stealth stuff, so. I heard the PNCs are the people that get, like, killed off pretty good. All right? That's the team that, that, that Snake has following them through the missions, right? And you can send them to do certain things. Is that correct? You can communicate with them, or do they kind of control themselves? kind of control themselves. You That's annoying shit. They get themselves killed, and you're like, dumb motherfucker, why'd you do that? Yeah, it is. You can kill him, though. Would you make out with my buddy, or is he going to have to be a sad fairy as well? He's going to have to be a very sad fairy because I am married. Do you see that? Now, now, where is your man? Over that way. Is that over. Optimus Prime? No. Is Optimus Prime over here? Although I might have to just dump guy. my he husband and go for Optimus Prime. Ass. Optimus Prime, he is kicking ass walking the floor. He's got a human head, though. I don't know what's up with that, but um, but so that's I mean they're impressive costumes over here, yes. really kick-ass costumes, and uh, your man must be showing you off left and right. I don't know. I think that he's his eyes are elsewhere. He gets to see me every day. Is he checking out? Have you caught your man? Let's be honest. Have you caught your man checking out booth babes? I have pointed them out to him. So would you ever invite a booth babe home with you and your man? It depends on the booth babe. Honestly? Yeah, there's one over there over by the tarot comics. She's great. Love to have her over. Really? You guys are into that stuff, the weird stuff? Oh, definitely. You more of a watcher or a participant? More of a watcher. Wow. 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 Hot babes, hot babes, hot babes, hot babes. That's what you get here on the Comic-Con floor. There are hot babes everywhere, hot babes from all over. They are here in San Diego congregating in a whirlwind of hot babe all over the place. These two hot babes wanted to talk to you guys about being hot babes. How is being a hot babe in Comic-Con? Makes you a hot babe. I do have my moments. How about yourself, Silly Hat McGee? What? Well, I'm not hot. You're just being sarcastic. You are hotness. You are hot. Gilmore, is this chick hot? Gilmore, would you say almost any chick is hot after your lonely spells? <laughs> I think you are very beautiful. I think you guys are beautiful. I think our audience is beautiful. I think Comic-Con is beautiful. What are you guys having fun with doing the most? Uh, going to different panels. I'm really excited doing the Heroes um, tomorrow's panel. So to the, the Heroes panel's coming up. You had your first season. You had your second season. What did you feel? A lot of people were disappointed by season two. Do you think season three, this villains-oriented season, can recover? Well... This is my first time. Uh, I hope so. I hope season three is going to kick ass. Because I'm going to kick someone's ass if no one kicks ass. If you saw Milo Ventimiglia right now, what would you do? Bite his butt? I'd lick his butt. <laughs> now, now you've got yourself your weapons. Why, why don't you showcase uh, what, what you have right here? This is your this is your bow? Yeah, this is Patulana's bow. She gave it to me to go fight the uh, subspace emissary. And these are the magical arrows. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, fire and shoot. Those are the magic arrows. Yes. They, they loop out to come... You look like a raver with these magic arrows. Well, is there, is there ma magic ecstasy? Now, do you think you could take my cameraman in a cage match for the love of your woman? Any day. <laughs> any day. I got to say, uh, your, your name is? Luis. Luis, I would put my money on you any day of the week, okay? <laughs> now, 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 take... Really? 
Really, he just flicked off the audience and me. Oh wow! Do do you think if any ever there's a couple in the DC universe that swings, it's you guys? Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. For sure. For sure. My next question is whether or not I can be involved. I'm looking at you. Guys, one of the joys of being at Comic-Con is you see a lot of uh, more niche programming that you don't get from uh, your regular outlets or your uh, your big publishers. On the other side of the floor, we've got big places like Lionsgate, New Line. But really the gem for me is walking among the independent houses. Uh, we're here at Steelweb Studios. These guys are an independent production company here in San Diego. They make their own horror films. In fact, the writer-director, if I'm correct, also acts in some of the films. Is that, is that what I'm saying? Yes, he does. Um, it's one of those he had a vision, wanted to make his own. He had a, had a story in mind and went ahead and did it all himself. So. Now, you're one of the actresses in, yeah. in, the, in the movies that Steel Web puts out. Now, how many movies have been, have been made? We have got one feature length out and three shorts. I'm freaking out on your pupils right now. Check, check out this chick's pupils, man. I'm trying to look her in the eyes, and I feel like I'm falling into uh, uh, into hell. Uh, now, who are you dressed as? This character is the PC-2000, or the personal concubine 2000. And it's kind of I a Frankenstein-together robot? Homage to uh, the Bride of Frankenstein, and it's a mix between a programmable robotic love doll gone terribly, terribly wrong. Obviously, a little bit zombie thrown in there, so... And, and now people would purchase you, you show up in the box, maybe you work for a week, and then ultimately you start to kill. <laughs> Gosh, you guessed that. And now that. Is that actually what one of these movies is about? Yeah. What's the name of the film? Mail Order Bride. Mail Order Bride. And now now, now this is the kind of movie that, that some of my audience would really love, because they love this kind of stuff, the horror, the action, the sci-fi angle. Um, and, and you're in the full film. You play the main chick. I am the bride, yes. You are the bride. What, what is some of the steamiest stuff you do in this movie? That's what my audience really wants to know. I mean, come on, let's cut to it. What's the steamiest stuff somebody like Gilmore here, Mr. Dunn, wants to see when they're alone watching this movie? That would be our feature-length film. If you're alone and you want to watch something a little horrifying and a little sexy, the feature-length film that we did is actually triple X rated horror. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is triple X. Wow, this interview just got real, real. This is the movie right here. Okay. I'm seeing some nipple on the back of this box. I will not. No, I will not. This is not. It's not that kind of show. There are 15-year-olds who watch, and they are going to be ordering this. This is called. Uh, this is a slaughter disc, right? And it has. Uh, and it's kind of. Is it like an anthology? And it's like because it, it, I'm seeing a, it, it's it's one of the tales. It says a tale from the carnal morgue, yes, right? That's our our umbrella of all of our um, eroticized. Well, no, it's, it's not, like your actually, brand. It's not all eroticized. Yeah, it's our brand. It's that would be our, our first one that we produced would be the, the feature length. Wow. It introduced the character of Andromeda Strange, who it, I also play. And it's triple X. Yeah. So you were getting all kinds of freaky, and you can it, see it, it all. Everything. Yeah. The boom. Yeah. The boom. Boom. In costume. Yes. You don't see the regular chicks doing this stuff. This is a different <laughs> level. You will get lost in her eyes. Then you will get lost in her thighs, right? That, now, ooh, clever. Well, I, I've been doing this for a little bit, you know, watching these kind of films. And i got to tell you, we have our own little uh, adult star, our own very uh, attractive man here, Brian Gilmore. Now, would you ever co-star with this man in one of these films? Maybe as a victim, but first you must, you know... 
perform with oh, him. Oh, am I allowed to use profanity? Please do okay. so. That's we just can't show nipple. That's the joy of playing Andromeda Strange, though, is because I, I really did get to fuck him and then kill him, which was awesome. Isn't that every girl's dream date, really? My audience just went to another level, okay? <laughs> They're going crazy right now. Uh, and what do you, where would you put on a scale of 1 to 10 my fine man here, Mr. Mr. Gilmore? Don't actually ask me because I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> it may be for the better, my sweet thing. It may be for the better. Maybe for the better. Be a 10, he's a hot ten, man. That guy's got a six pack and uh, and, and a nice tight little ass. I can do that with feel. I don't have to be able to see. Well, my friends, I, th this isn't that kind of show yet. But uh, if you guys want to see that kind of material, uh, this is the place to get it, okay? It's called Steel Web Studios. It's out of San Diego. You get hot mamacitas like that, and you get the whole thing. The whole thing. One thing about Comic-Con, you come here, you're away from home, you want to hook up if you're not attached, right? My own man, Brent Moore, right here running the camera, he took like three ladies home last night. That's the, just the way he rolls. Patrick. sir. Has the suit been helping you out? It's pretty much like, like you know, you can dress it down. You could make it completely not a comic book suit. How have the ladies been treating you? I've been getting pictures. Okay, some ladies come up to you and they, they want to get pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, get, wrap their arm around me, take a picture. That's cool. A any girl been, like, grinding up on you like this? No, I haven't no? seen that okay. quite yet, no. but I'm looking forward to it. What's the dumbest thing you've seen in Comic-Con somebody do? Dumb costume? Dumb thing being sold? What have you seen that's just like, dumb motherfucker, you're the PNC? Uh, some guy with a green mohawk just pushing through people because he's tall. And he's got a fucking mohawk, yeah. all right? It's not our fault your dad didn't love you. Or maybe one night he loved you too much. Don't take it out on the people here at Comic-Con, okay? Leave that shit at home or on your therapist's couch, right? Right, yeah, 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 I agree, totally. Now, you guys are hard up. Why don't you get up to him and be like, motherfucker, don't be doing it. I mean, look at this. The fuck back, bitch. You know, rifle stalked him in the stomach. Lock and load, I'll hit your chode. You know, I mean, that's what you say, right? Yeah. Indeed, chodes. I love them. Motherfucker just said, chodes, I love them. <laughs> what? You would go ask the mouse with Malaventa Miglia. Wouldn't you? No, no, I can, I can say right now without hesitation or doubt that I would not. Now, now this guy right here, my, my little man Gilmore, do you think you could take him in a fight? Uh, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. I Completely off the subject. Do you think you could? Pro I mean, because you you know you, you're a modern warrior. Do you think you could possibly, uh, using your techniques crafted through the game, take him out lethally? Uh, maybe. I gotta tell you though, he has a mean donkey punch. I've been spending the night in a bed with that man. What does that do for you? Gotta. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. Um. Don't. I mean, wow. Look, the guy has a gun. I didn't even see that. Um. Gilmore, you really, you really need to screen these people a little better. Is there room for two in that suit? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. No. I, I had to ask. Had to ask. Had to ask. That's okay. You can't blame me. Yeah, I can't blame you. You're a good-looking man. I know. We have got such a special treat for you. Um, I know for a lot of you guys that are big video game uh, people. Gilmore, please. Before you say that, I, w I just want to give a shout-out. Sobby Bunny gave me his book. It's called Teacher, Teacher. I'm only guessing that his students... Kept saying that over and over again, trying to get his yeah. attention. Actually, I read this thing. Did um, you read it? Yeah, I read this. It's actually uh, really cool. It's you know by escapist sloppy bunny up there. It's called Teacher Teacher, and it's basically about his um, his, his experience teaching uh, students in Korea for about a year. And his and name is so Alex Major. His, his name, name is, is Alex. Bunny. His name is Alex Major, and he has basically been uh, just 
all the funniest things that you you know that have you happened. All the things that were like, you know what it read like? It read a lot like uh, School is Hell that Matt, early Matt Groening. Yeah, it's basically school is hell only for people that are teaching abroad. Well, don't be taking that. It's it's very good. Uh, if go, you guys want to pick it up, you should email Sloppy Bunny. Go, go um, put that in my bed. No, no. Listen, you you handle this guy. Oh, uh, this guy oh. right here that I'm about to introduce. You remember last episode? This guy taught this motherfucking guy Matt from uh, from racing kites how to play Halo. He shot you in the head. I love that clip. Hey, hey, hey! I still kick those guys. Okay, listen. As well. This guy Jake went away to standing next to me. He's not a person. He's a force of nature. Okay. When this guy gets behind Halo. Okay, he's like, he's like the lawnmower man. He's in the machine, okay? So what did we do? The one thing that I thought Geekscape was supposed to do from the beginning is supposed to take the fans like you guys right up to the creators that we all love, okay? So what did we do, Gilmore, when we got a chance to interview the people who write the Halo books and are behind the new Halo Wars video game? What did we do? As soon as we got that press email, we're like, you know what? Who would be perfect for this? Who knows more, who knows more about Halo than anyone we know and we actually want to see? In one word, we both said it at the same time, Jake. Jake. We got to get Jake to do this interview. So what you're going to see isn't a guy who's polished at interviewing. This is the first interview this guy's ever done uh, with anybody on a professional level. Did you have fun, dude? Yeah. I just call you do. Uh, so we're going to get back to you after this, but we got to cut to this clip. Uh, you got two writers of the Halo books, and then a huge surprise comes up afterwards when Joe Staten comes over, the creator of Halo, and the head of Bungie comes over and goes one-on-one -on -one with our boy Jake, who's been toasting people one-on-one -on -one since I've known him. Okay? It pretty much fucking scared the shit out of you, didn't it? Well, you, you guys will see the footage. You can tell for yourself, all right? All right. This is uh, Eric Nyland, and he wrote three Halo books. That's right. All right. And uh, how would you... How was it writing this Halo books? Oh, they're great. I, I love the Halo characters. I love writing about the Spartans. Um, they're like my family almost. Uh, what was uh, your favorite book to write? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a toss-up between um, Fall of Reach, because you get the backstory of the Master Chief, and um, also Ghost of Onyx, because we introduced like a whole new class of Spartans, the Spartan 3s. Um, so it's kind of a toss-up between those two. Do you plan on writing any more books? I do, you know, uh, the current contract with Tor and Microsoft ends with Tobias's book, but, you know, everyone's talking, so I guess anything's possible. So it could be in the Halo universe with the same characters or new characters? Uh, yes. Is <laughs> uh, um, So that's that it? <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to ask. All right, do you play Xbox Live? Oh, yeah. My game, no, don't ask about my gamer tag, man. Forget it. All right, well, what's your level? No, I'm not telling anything because, you know, I, I let out that information. I, I, I log in, and instantly I'm shot, right? That's like... <laughs> that's like not, not even your level, your rank? No. no. Uh, either, I'm, either I'm, like, super up there, and I'm, like, God, or I'm really pathetic, right? And either way, I don't want to let, let people know. Uh, what's your favorite game type to play in Matchmaker? Um, game type? Uh... I don't know. I like I like the map. I like a relic. I like uh, sniper rifle. I don't know. They're all good. So you play lots of Halo Three? I play some. There, I, I get to play a lot of games at work that are in development. So, you know, by the time they come out, I've played them to death. So have you played Halo Wars? Oh yeah. Is it good? Uh, beyond good. <laughs> is there a teabagging function in Halo Wars? Uh, I don't know, but Graham Devine is over here. You should ask him. I, I, I think maybe they should put that in just for you, though. Okay. Right Tobias Buckel. 
And uh, what's this new Halo book about? Uh, it's called The Cult Protocol. Uh, it's about uh, the Grey Team and uh, sort of takes them into some uh, new areas of the Halo universe and uh, explores what they're doing. And this is pre-Halo 1? Uh, this, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what I can say without the uh, Bungie Ninjas coming out and, and uh, showing up on my doorstep, uh, but it's earlier. Um, if you look at the cover, you can obviously see some Mark IV armor on the, uh, the early draft of a cover that got uh, released. Will it have any characters that we see in any other books? Yes, it will. Uh, it definitely will. Will it have uh, maybe Master Chief's uh, friends like Fred and Linda? Um, you know, uh, no comments on that, uh, but we definitely will see some Spartans. Uh, as I said, great team. Uh, it's pretty cool, and uh, they're definitely part of, uh, part of the uh, you know, Spartan 2 program. So this is before Fall of Reach. I would that would that would be an accurate assumption with the uh, Mark IV armor, yes. So well, do you play Xbox Live? Yes, I do. If you want to look me up, my gamer tag's Tobias Buckel. I'm out there. I don't have a ton of time to uh, sign everyone up, and uh, there we go. <laughs> but I do play, and and uh, you know when the announcement was uh, put out, everyone uh, kind of went out and they're like, hey, he can't be that good. He he didn't beat it on Invincible yet, and uh, my response is that I do have to put food on the table. But yes, I do. I do play, although not too much since I've been wor working on the novel. I've been really busy. You just signed your own death <laughs> <laughs> It's out there. Everyone knows it's out there. And so you enjoyed writing this book? I'm having a blast, you know. And um, so what's your, what's your highest rank on Xbox Live? My highest rank on Xbox Live? You know what? Go look it up on my gamer tag. I'm forgetting right off the oh. bat. Oh. <laughs> Uh, send you a friend request, uh, Jake108. Huh? Jake108, send you a friend request. All right, just mention who you were and where I met you so I, I remember because I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people after Comic Con trying to friend me. All right, well, All right. you know, it wouldn't be anything new. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank no, you. No problem. Good to meet you guys. Standing? And uh, so, what was up with the Bungie announcement earlier by uh, E3? You're just going to hit me with the hard questions, Jake. Well, what was the E3 announcement? Well, there was no E3 announcement, but... Will there, will there be uh, a new announcement in August? Well, I don't know about August. There will be an announcement soon. Bungie always has announcements to make. Yeah, we're just not sure when it's going to happen. Okay, so, so it's there. The announcement's there. There's something, uh, there's something to show? I'm sure at some point we will announce a new Bungie game, but I have no idea, honestly, when that will be. And your publisher is Microsoft? Microsoft is still our publisher. Really good partner. Everything's good. See, the crowd loves Microsoft. Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, so do you play Xbox Live? Absolutely. And what's your gamer tag? Oh, <laughs> Recon. <laughs> you can has it. It's true. It's very true. Uh, what's your highest level Halo 3? Oh, I think I'm, my highest level is probably uh, team doubles, and I'm maybe like a 18 or something. I'm awesome. <laughs> So you've been, been doing uh, playing lots of Halo Wars? Yeah, actually, I haven't played, played Halo Wars in a while. I think you got one last question. All right. Uh, so thanks very much. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. Right. Take care. Yes. What'd you learn? Uh, some Bungie announcements, some gamer tags, and uh, God loves Microsoft. <laughs> how did that feel, Jake? Um, surprised. Surprised? How, how did it feel when you met Joe Satan? That's, I know this guy was one of your heroes. You told me, these guys <laughs> are my heroes, and, and I love them. I really? I remember at some point in there, you, 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 you kind of stepped over yourself. You're like, what, what do I ask? I, I didn't know what to ask. <laughs> <laughs>
so uh, so what 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 did you channel exactly that got you to actually ask something there? You yelling in the background? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so Jake, have you uh, have you been going to the uh, convention here? Have you seen any cool video game stuff? As one of our as our most solid video game writer every week on Geekscape.net. I saw a little bit of Street Fighter and. Um, oh, you saw Street Fighter. Yeah. How was that? It's like. Any other fighting game? wasn't too stoked about it. Really? Uh, now, how would you say that me that uh, compares against a Marvel vs. Capcom 2 or something? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is always going to be the best the top fighting up, game yeah. of all time that I will still kick your ass at, Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Did you compete on their, you compete on their stage? No, I did not. I just watched the, the videos up top. Now, and what uh, does it look? Because they keep coming out with these fighting games, and they keep coming out with all these new things that are like, all right, do I really need to get this latest fighting game? It's like, okay, so they have a turbo thing, and it's slightly, I don't know, the costumes are different. What yeah. does this Street Fighter uh, seem to have that all the other ones aren't going to? Just like new anime look? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So we're really not getting shit, are we? No. Because people have been with Street Fighter 4? Yeah. Street Fighter 4 it's coming out, yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, so people have been looking forward to this for a long time. I've heard nothing but buzz about this in all of Comic-Con's like, "Oh, dude, Street Fighter looks great." But Jake, you as the video game guru on this show are unimpressed. Yeah, I mean, I might go with Soul Calibur Jeez. instead of cuz in Soul Calibur I might have more characters. I mean, uh -huh. Street Fighter looks like it's still classic Street Fighter with what, 12 characters? Yeah. And it's just going to be anime look and that's just it. Nice. So, uh, what other games have you been uh, checking out? Uh Saw a little bit of Halo Wars, but that's just nothing really new. Halo Wars, report on the Halo Wars. It's, what do you think about it's that? It's really nothing new that we've seen at E3. Man. Probably just have to wait for it to come out. Nice. Now, it looks like you were getting up in uh, Joseph Staten's face about that. You're like, what about that E3 thing? Yeah. Well, what, what did you want him to say? What it was? Yeah. Because well, I remember at the end, you're like, Microsoft's your publisher, right? This isn't your fault. Well, that too, but that tells because. When Bungie and Microsoft split, Microsoft took Halo rights. Uh huh. So if they're doing a game with Microsoft, then it's possibly Halo related. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so that's why you did that. In case you guys missed that and are slow like I am, <laughs> that is why uh, he said Microsoft did publisher, which means that we might be getting another Halo game that we don't know about yet. That is aw fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. Um. So uh, now that we're done with video games, did we uh, do any? Uh, did we do any game people? Well, the game people. Well, uh, the one that we just mentioned, Joe Staten, we definitely did him. Uh, the other stuff that we did was um, we got a chance to talk about Ed, uh, Spaced with the guys um, who did it. Spaced is that UK series uh, that we all loved. It only played for, what, 14 episodes? Yeah, two series. Two, two, two series. It was uh, Edgar Wright's uh, show with Simon Pegg, and uh, it got us all to love them before... Um, Shaun of the Dead. Of course, I didn't know about this show, right? Right? You know yeah. Space? No, give it to Steven. Give it to Steven. <laughs> Steven, come here. Steven, come here. We got another fan who gets to interview the people that uh, he adores. Uh, this is Steven, modern boy from the forums. And uh, we gave you the chance to talk to uh, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and uh, what was her name? Uh, Jessica Stevenson. I have yet to watch Space. I'm, I'm kind of steering clear of it. I know that the yeah. DVD just came out. Yeah. But I, I just can't have it polluting my writing. I understand, and and it will because I know it, because it, it's it, awesome. It, it's it's yeah, it is absolutely one of my all-time favorite shows. I mean, Tim is a is a geek who works in a comic book shop. Uh, uh, the first episode of series two, or second episode of series two, he's yelling at a kid about Jar Jar Binks, and it's amazing, you know. And he and yeah, he sends a kid running and crying out of the store. It's it's a it's a great show. So so we have that now. 
we got you the chance to, uh, to, to to interview them, but Gilmore didn't give you the chance to speak that much. <laughs> well, because Gilroy is we, over we, here fucking doing the Gilmore. doing the other Sorry. microphone. But you guys got a chance to talk to them. I think we should show you guys the footage. The interview, I must warn you, is a little off the hook. I mean, it, it gets violent. They, they were violent. We can only show you this with a warning that. These people start a slugfest right in front of my eyes, and yeah. I, I, I have to apologize for what you're about to see. I was going to sue Simon Pegg, actually. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't so funny, we definitely would have pushed charges. Or pressed them. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. It's okay. You can push charges? You can. Sure. Okay. 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 Here's the interview. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we are here with Edgar Wright. Hello. Simon Pegg. Good morning. And Jessica Hines. Hello of Spaced, and your DVD is finally out here in the States. How does it feel? We're just very thrilled to never have to answer the question, when is Space coming out on DVD ever again? Because now it is out. Finally. Finally, after many years. It's been out in the UK for about seven years. And, um, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been jumping at the bit to get it released here. So we're very pleased that we can do so with the most comprehensive edition yet. Nice. So um, now that it's out, what took so long? Uh, it was kind of caught up with uh, various licensing issues that we had to sort out, and we wanted to make sure that the DVD that came out here was the same as the one that came out in the UK. So um, that was it, really. That's kind of four years of just wrangling and stuff, and uh, but it's here, and it's got lots of new stuff on it, and we're very pleased with it. Nice. So w what can we look forward to that we couldn't see on the uh, UK edition? Ow! <laughs> That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh, there's some footage of me and Jess running through a cornfield naked, which we did especially for it, um, which was fun. Uh, there's some new commentaries from a variety of uh, high-profile nerds, um, of, of which we are some. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, Matt Stone, Diablo Cody, Bill Hader, Patton Oswalt. Um, yeah, there's some footage from the NFT space event that was ha took place in London last year. We did, um, was it this year? No, last, November, year. last year. November. Uh, we did a big uh, marathon of the show and, uh, and then did a Q&A afterwards. Um, I took my dog to it. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and there's new, co new cover art. There's, there's, uh, yeah, it's, we, wanted to, we wanted to give something new to, the, uh, to this release. And, and as such, it is, as Edgar has said, the most comprehensive release of the show yet. And it, and it still has the same uh, th the same DVD extras that were on the British version as well. Skip to the end, things like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All the it's the same. It's it's the it's the British DVD with added stuff. Fantastic. We basically supersize the uh, British DVD. <laughs> 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 Simon. Ah. What? <laughs> no, I love the so audio listeners are gonna love that. Yeah, yeah. Really that was a the, a fight. Just a fight with the microphone was is is what was happening. Simon tried to shove it off my up my nose, and then I banged him on the head with it. That was basically what that silence was. So Jessica, this is your first Comic Con. Yes, it is. How are you liking it? I love it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Would it, have you guys seen any panels, anything that you guys have liked around here? Well, we haven't had too much of a chance, but I've been down on the floor looking around, and I just could do that all day. I'd quite like that to be sort of, you know, a town where you it was just kind of always like that, and people yeah, were kind of wandering around 
in costume, you know, I just love the atmosphere, the enthusiasm, the palpable excitement is very exciting. Although I wish the stormtroopers would keep the helmets on um, because as soon as they take them off, it's just all over. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's great. What I actually uh, like about uh, here is just all the people completely comfortable with their bodies. Absolutely. It, it's just we saw this like 200 pound Namor yesterday. Oh. You know Namor, the Submariner. Beautiful. We saw this 200 pound Namor, and he was just smoking. Like I don't even know if that's just how he dresses. I, I saw Maybe, a, I yeah. saw a Wonder Woman who was just a beautiful, very large lady. I'd obviously given up on the idea of kind of fashioning satin or cotton and had just knitted herself a suit. Do you know what I mean? Fully stretched. She was Wonder Woman. That was, uh, that was a Wonder Woman. Wonderful woman. Yeah, she was... Yeah. That's not what you called her, Stephen. That is not what you called her. So oh, come you guys, on. Um, so I've heard that she you guys, uh, that you are going to have an Ant-Man movie coming up. Well, it's something that I've been writing for Marvel Comics um, and um, Marvel Films, rather. And, um, yeah, I'm just working on the second draft of that. It might not be my next film, but it's it's in the pipeline. It's something that I'm very excited about. It's been fun writing that for Marvel. Awesome. So what are you thinking uh, as far as uh, casting for that? You are in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. That's how it works. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't even have to shrink me. <laughs> I play the after. So uh, as part of your uh, Cornetto trilogy, I hear you guys are doing a uh, disaster movie. Not faux. <laughs> Ray or faux? Faux. No, um, no, it's not really a disaster movie. Um, it might be a disaster. It well, might. It if it's might. about the end of the world, that... Maybe that's a little bit, a little bit of a disaster. I don't know. All these things are just, all these things are just conjecture. <laughs> I got the conch. All this speculation is due to. A, he's got the talking one. All this speculation is due to uh, uh, the fact that the a working title was released, which has connotations which people have made assumptions about, which aren't true. So we haven't. Said we, we just we haven't said anything. Like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys are at Comic-Con, and you guys have been having fun, and uh, your space DVD is finally out. It's a, it's out now in the States, that's right? That's right. That's oh, awesome. And so... Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm doing a series with Julia Davis, who did Nighty Night and um, Human uh, Remains. And we're doing a BBC... Yeah, we're doing a BBC... Uh, we're starting to write a kind of BBC show next year. Basically, and then I'm doing a pepper tits, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm kind of working on a film. And um, actually, being here, I've kind of just been daydreaming about kind of creating a, 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 a female <laughs> superhero. <laughs> so, and I, and I, but yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, but it's a very, very, very early on in the conceptual stage, so I probably shouldn't talk about it. But pepper tits is is much. Oh, Simon, pulling off a stormtrooper's helmet. I don't think I could get that helmet in my mouth at once. I, I, okay. oh. oh! And that is how we'll end the interview. Thank you guys so much. Bye. And uh, say bye to all the escapists. <laughs> bye! So were you shitting bricks during that? I was, uh, you know, sitting sitting in the room, and and, uh, and Simon Pegg walks in, and he's, you know, trying to be all, he's being all cool, you know, what up, and... Uh, 
they were so nice, and uh, it was it was just awesome getting getting the chance to talk to them and meet them. Because I've I, I've admired uh, everything they've done since, and even Jessica Stevenson, who who uh, you know doesn't get as much credit as everyone else. Uh, some of the work that she does is uh, outside of outside of what she does with them is is really really good. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I I was shitting a brick. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> what what I like the most about this year more than any other is that people like you, people like Jake, people like Ben, you guys get to interview the people that yeah. uh, that you like. I've kind of been taking like a back seat to it because uh, I got the interviews that I like. You guys will definitely see that. Uh, I got to interview uh, Robert England about his um his role in Zombie Strippers. How much fun was that? Well, Robert is always candid with us. You know, Robert Robert does not pull any punches. Yeah. And the great thing about him is he actually worked in the forums uh, from our very own Geekscape website, geekscape.net. He worked one of our most popular threads, Would You Tap That, into the conversation all by himself. Not that he reads it, but now he definitely knows that it's there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When Would You, Would you Tap That came up, it, it, it was kismet. It was perfect. That is what Geekscape is about. It's about that undercurrent that we all share that, that, that isn't always said, but it's all understood. Hey, that's just half of our Geekscape Comic Con Spectacular. Go to geekscape.net and check out the second half with that Robert England interview and tons more.